Hi, everybody. Neil Brennan here. I'm a champ. You know me. And I'm going to be in Chicago November 9th at the hideout. Go fuck with me there. Uh, Moshe? Hi, everybody. It's Moshe Kasher, your boy, your favorite champ by far. Just keep watching the new normal and buy the book, and I love you. Hi, this is Doug, DJ Doug Pound. Uh, I will be at a show called Power Violence in L.A. on November 4th. Also, I'm coming to Texas in January. Stay tuned for that. January. Russell? Russell? we got to play Barclay Center in Brooklyn, November 10th. Talking to the mic. All right. Fine. Is that how that works? Yeah. Barclay Center in Brooklyn, November 10th. I'm the first comic in there. Great. It's uh, the, pretty awesome. If not the fourth act in there, I think. Yeah. It was like Jay-Z, the Eagles, Madonna, and then me. Makes sense. Uh, that would have been my next yeah, person. Or Barbara Streisand, one of those. Something, it something was Streisand. It was Streisand. Was it? Yeah. yeah. And then I got the uh, HP Pavilion Arena in San Jose. HPV? H- the they? HP, uh, yeah, the, the vaccine. Um, you got the HPV vaccine. You have free the general HPV war, doing the General Awards Arena. We are. In That's San Jose, California. I've been That's there. I've seen been. fights there. Doug, let's get into this motherfucker. Of the sound effects. Now you're fucking with the champs. Everyone's dancing right now. I like it. Quietly dancing. What song is that? People are going to want to know. So that they can never download it. It's not even available. Raga Kalvati by someone. Raga Kalvati? Sounds Indian, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, you're on another incredible episode of The Champs. We're live in Hollywood, California. It's your boys. We're so excited to have you listening to us. We've got another very exciting guest. Uh, I don't think you should say we're live. We are actually live. We're we not are going alive. out live. We're alive. But yeah. we're alive. We are alive in Hollywood, California. We've got another great guest. Uh, this is a very exciting one. Russell, uh, I don't know if you know, we don't have white people on the show. We only have mostly black people. Well, never. Never. Only one lie. white. Fuck it. Only, only one white person. Who was the white person? You Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray. Oh, that's. Would a, you say no to Sasha a, that's Gray? That's a good white person. Yeah. And we've paired her with a black guy. And so. she's had enough black guys in her. So that's you know correct. I mean? Your guest today, he's one of the biggest touring comics in the world, uh, internationally famous and absolutely hilarious, uh, and a v- very good guy. It's Russell Peters, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yay. 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 Me and Russell, we're holding on to the faux hawk. Oh, that's I true. Got, you both just, are. I got the faux tip. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. What turns you, you off? Do people want you to cut it? No, it's kind of become my thing because I don't. You guys, you and Moshi, and even fucking Doug are very blessed with hair. Uh, are you balding? You You're not balding. No, but I got got a big fucking forehead. Oh yeah. It's not like I can do a lot with it. And when it does grow, when it grows longer, stop fucking me, dog. Um, <laughs> my dog Keith is in the house. Yeah, doing everything and wrong. A, and apparently, a big fan of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if I grow it out, it starts to look thin. Oh, there you go. What's well, your no, excuse, Neil? Well, no, everybody wants me to cut the faux hawk. I'm telling you, this is the way it looks. This is the best my hair. This is the best haircut for me right now. Cut the faux hawk. Cut no. the faux hawk. No. I just look for I, charity. No, would you do it for charity? No, I would not. I'd rather give the money. My, you gotta my cut the faux money. hawk. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have a faux tip. So. Yeah, yours doesn't look like a faux hawk. Yours, no, my, yeah. Uh, all right. So Russell. Well, there's a couple things I want to talk to you about, which is you've given up on on hip hop for the most part. You, in fact, we I had a birthday party last night. 
you asked, were they playing that garbage? That is correct. He said it like a truly like an old man. I did. Let were me they say they were playing that garbage. Uh, the hip hop was the highlight of the night. There was an inexplicably African American DJ who was playing the B 52s. He was and playing Blur. 80s hits between hip hop, and it was the wackest shit. But it wasn't all the way whack. Who it was wasn't the, like it who was DJ. No one knew him. It was, it was like, like the club DJ provider. Zebra Stripe or something. And we could have like gotten a real DJ. Just I could have fucking done it. I know. It just never occurred to me to get a real DJ. Um, um, but <clears throat> oh, that's right. We do have a DJ that could have. <clears throat> do you actually DJ like you play songs? I've never seen you just you play songs, Doug. Yeah, I DJ. Like I, you just play songs. Yes. Do you just play songs? I know. I did. You know that motion? I play I, songs. I talk between songs. I'll be honest. I didn't know that's that either. I knew that you were DJ Doug Pound, but I didn't know well, you. Well, when we in Australia, we did DJ gigs after every show. Really? After parties that I DJed at. And you would talk. Well, we would not not a lot, but you know, we had some. Me and, me and Eric clear. do like a tandem DJ thing, and we it's like uh, next year, Doug. It's next you know, level. I take DJing very seriously, Doug. Russell is actually really? like a fuck. You he's like battle. a vinyl. He's like an old old school vinyl. You guy. used to be a DJ. I still do. I used to be a DJ. I used to battle. Did you really? Yeah. Do you know um, A Track? He's a man yes. from Canada. Alain. We brought him to his. He knows first, his real name. Yeah. We Go brought him yourself. to his first uh, American gig ever when I used to throw raves in San Francisco. When he was fourteen. He was a kid. Yeah, yeah, he was on four turntables with Peanut Butter Wolf, and it was the first time he'd ever been in the contiguous uh, or whatever the USA. Peanut exciting. Butter Wolf is. I get mistaken for him, and you I think do rightly very much so. Look like him, but yeah, he's true. Got filthy teeth. And they look over and they say, "Is that Peanut Butter Wolf? He got a faux hawk." <laughs> That's a whack fucking haircut. He got his haircut. teeth cleaned? That's a whack haircut for a cool dude. All right, so... World famous DJ. You and Russell, you've just given up. Now, don't you think that that's a symptom of your age that you... It's, it's possibly a symptom of my age, but let's be honest, it really isn't that good right now. Well, I was just... That's true, though. I was thinking about that the other day, like... I think the ignorance factor in hip-hop is way more... You don't, and you don't even like Kanye. I, I'm, I don't... I, I'm not... I'm, I think he's... I, I respect his talent, but I'm not... I, I don't I, like Kanye that much either. I would never play his album in my car. I would. I, I would. I, I do. think he's talented. But yeah, I no, no. I, I agree that he's very talented, and and I, you know, uh, and I'm not hating on him. It's just his music doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I uh, can say it's good, but I, I won't. I could also say it doesn't appeal to me. Well, I was thinking like all these '90s rappers now are grandparents, and they're still like, "Yeah, I got in that pussy, fucking these bitches and killing mother." It's like, all right, your grandchildren are like, "Come on, let me tell, let grandpa tell you about when but I used to murder rapping? that pussy." I mean, Jay Z, I think is the only one who's still from the '90s that's still making records. That Snoop anybody makes records. Yeah, but nobody really. Cares. Snoop Lion makes records. That's true. Snoop Lion. Nas that's true. made a record. I Nas, guess Nas yeah, still that album was really good. Yeah, Nas' last record was good. DJ Quick? DJ Quick still made yeah, a nobody's about, We're nobody. talking about East Coast real rap. And also, Come on, no, get out of here. And also, nobody's really checking for a DJ Quick record. <laughs> you don't think? Nah. <laughs> not not so quick. Well, the point is they're making DJ slow Moshe wanted to. We actually came yesterday because Moshe wanted to have Corrupt on the show. Corrupt was booked for the show from uh -huh. the Dog Pound Gang. Yes. And in true rapper fashion, he just didn't show up. And then his email, his manager who I was emailing back and forth with, who has a Yahoo.com email address. That's what I have. I do, too. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that. And I have a fucking Hotmail one, too. How about them apples? <laughs> Let's get into the nitty gritty. Speaking of the pink lipstick of a dog's dick. Russell, you are a uh, very, you have a very, you have a lot of great sex stories. I do have my... Uh, Are you comfortable talking about them I'm on this podcast? Absolutely. Market? I'm a vagina connoisseur. You have... I mean, you perhaps and have more... And I leave more. a vagina connoisseur. Anybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, one of the more interesting things about you is uh, is that you love feet. 
I do love women's feet. Let's, yeah. let's, let's <laughs> No, no, no. Here. Check this one out. You I love dog's you. feet. Let's, uh, let's specify here. <laughs> I love women's feet and paws. How about can hooves? You, can you explain what you like about women's feet? Because I like women's feet. I could care less. I don't want to fuck them. I, don't th- I can't think of anything to do with them, yeah, but I'm, I do like the look of them. Well, this is the most interesting like, question. I, it, is a, it is a point of attraction for me. The most interesting question I ever, I, I feel like, I, I'll always remember this when I asked you, Russell. If you had a 10, a 10, Walk into a room, like a beautiful, like the hottest woman in the world, and then you look down, she had ugly feet. Would you fuck that woman? I would hesitate. You, I mean, it just blows my mind. Because you wouldn't be able to stop thinking about it, right? I, and that, and I probably wouldn't be able to nut. Right. Tell us about, tell us a story about, about when you were peaking. Do you know the one I'm talking about? The one no, you told in Montreal? No, go ahead. Tell me. Remind me and I'll finish it. it well, I don't want to ruin the punchline of it, but it was basically, it, it was about your, fi- your foot fetish and you were like try- desperately trying to peek over to see this woman's feet. I think it was in the punchline um, green room. Oh, yes, yes. I remember. Yes, yes. I yeah. Remember. Start from the top. I was, uh, I was in the uh, green room at uh, the Sacramento. What's the club there? Sacramento Punchline. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That was always a good club for me and always a great green room. But that green room's <laughs> right in the that green room is it was a great green room for him. That's a terrible green room. <laughs> that was a particularly successful green room. For him it was good. That it, but that green room is right at the kitchen and it stinks of fried food. He's not talking about that. He's talking about his success no, ratio I know what he's talking of ejaculating about. I, onto I, a foot. You're you're really you're really worried about all the other stuff. I'm just worried about <laughs> fucking in that green room. <laughs> Go, I, I honestly like don't think food. I would want to fuck in that green room. That same okay, so that weekend in particular uh, the first night I banged some porno chick in the ass in the bathroom there. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> she was like, I really want to fuck you, but I'm on my period. And I go, oh. And yeah, I like, have a solution. And then she said, would you fuck me in my ass? I'm like really sheepishly. And I'm oh, like, the best. I would do that for you. <laughs> uh, You're such a saint. I, awesome. I can help you with that. So I boned her in the ass in the uh, bathroom. Then I think uh, the next night some chick was, oh, no, no, it was the Saturday night then. Uh, some chick was hanging out after the show and she skulking around. Yeah. yeah, she just wanted to blow me. Like she didn't take off any of her clothes or anything. Did so she I'm ever so, voice "I just want to blow you"? Or did she, she really? She she just didn't say much. She was just like, "I, just, I really want to suck your dick." And I'm like, "All right, well, I happen to have it with me." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so she's blowing me and just blowing and blowing. Exactly. And I couldn't nut for the life of me. And then I had to look over her like shoulder <laughs> and kind of around so that I could see her feet, but she was wearing heels. But the only thing that made me come was her heel had popped out of her heel. Yeah. So her heel was showing, and I was just using that as, all right, now I'm going to not. Good. That's crazy to me because there's nothing erotic to me about it. I, mean, I, just zero. I think I can explain it in that do you, do, you, uh, do you agree that women's feet are different looking than men's feet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're sexy. Yo, women's feet be like... But men's feet be like, you know what but I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, be- I mean everything about a woman is more beautiful, right? So me. I think that that's it's you take that, and then you take like that otherness. That's another symbol of women's otherness, and the fact that they'll paint their toenails and they make a. And also, if you think of it like a female body, where it's got curves, it's the got toes wrinkles. are the face. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and the heel. Good solid nail bed. Is he yeah. right though, Russell? Is that what it is for you? I mean, what for is me, it? For me, I don't know. For me, it's like a credit report. Mm-hmm. Like if her feet are fucked up, I don't think we'll be going any further with this purchase. 
But just you, what we, is it? We I will mean, not be approving this that, penis but loan. But do you mean you. that she's her credit's fucked up? Yeah. If she if she's got jacked up feet. Yeah. Now I, and I and I will make um uh I will make uh, concessions for them if if you know they were just born with fucked up feet like maybe <laughs> but if they just ha- like don't take care of their feet I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you, do you not like when like one toenail one toe is like longer? Like I'm, not that, a f- I'm not a fan of it, but it happens sometimes. Right. Yeah. That's, that would be birth defect. Yeah. You that would be the Russell Peters birth yeah. defect. That's like, fine. Oh, you He'll, can't really help that. As long as that. they take care what of it. What about when like the pinky toe is like on top of that? Oh, that's never, that's never good. That's but it not depends even, on why it's that way. How about uh, club foot? Like the thing where the it's the toe, the big toe, and then it ma- it become makes like a triangle. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, the big the big bunion. That doesn't work. For no, how about, no how about bound that. foot? Chinese lady bound well, foot. Well, if we go back in time, I'm into it. Oh, now you're in. <laughs> Wait, but so I, I is I, what is a nice foot? Because I'm think I could picture what a gross foot is, but I can't even really say, wow, that woman has really nice feet. I don't know. You, you just know it when you see. They it. like they're symmetrical. They're all smooth. They're they smooth. Like they're nice smooth. Nails. They're they're nicely. Uh, they have nice paint. All right. And they wrinkle up nicely when they're sitting on them. Here's a question. What does that mean? You know when they're sitting on them and the bottom of them kind of wrinkles up? <laughs> oh, I do I, know I, what I you're saying. That that's so interesting. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, very, that's good stuff. Okay, Russell, you have to have sex with a man, okay? No. no, 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 but just go with me. And there is a you hate you don't want you don't like the idea, but you have to to save your family or something. Okay. There's a man. They're equally good looking. One has nice feet. One doesn't. You it's choose a the gay one. terrorists have, have yeah. taken your family. You one has nice feet. One doesn't. Wh- you choose the nice foot one, or you no, just no. It doesn't really matter. I'm okay. not into either of these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us some of your group sex stories because I know you have good threesome stories too. Uh, Jeez, we have some good ones. There was uh, two sisters. This is a guy who's on the road all the time. He calls it calls himself We. Yeah. We have some good. <laughs> we do he's got like a big road <laughs> entourage. It's like we have some good sex stories. Oh, Meanwhile, it's sure. just you in a hotel room, but you've got forty people on staff, so it's We. The I president have, does that too. Or it's yeah. like, uh, we've been doing great. You know. Yeah, exactly. He's got the support staff. I'm doing this we. for the nation as well. <laughs> um, so if are. you're in like a black. threesome, that's like six feet. So that's a good bonus of feet. That is a lot yeah, of feet. It's just four. I'm well, I guess your no, foot. I'm not counting mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah, never, you, I've, never, I've never been jerking off and then looked at my own feet and went, ah. Oh. No, that's a great question. Yeah, do you take care of your own feet? I, I do what I can. Do you get you know? manicures, pedicures? No, no, I don't. Do you fuck Then you're feet? not doing what you can't. I mean, I yeah, wash I mean, you them and I more. cut my nails. They're, they're yeah. in good shape. Do you fuck clean. feet, the woman's foot? Uh, Not so much. It's not that not rewarding. You. Have you ever had a woman put her, her foot on your face? Yeah. Have no. you ever had a woman put her foot in your asshole? Nothing's ever entered my asshole except for my doctor. Oh wow! He had checking my prostate, <laughs> and how, and it's fine. It seems to be okay. I've never. But asked did you for a find repeat. the the invasion all that bad? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. It, it freaked me out. It didn't bother me at all. No, I mean it was just like. Ah. But you probably had a finger in your ass from a woman before. Yeah, yeah. and you probably have two, Doug. No, never goes in there. And no, no never, never. It was. It's not really. Good. No. Dude, I'm so into it. I've had a woman put a man's dick in my ass. No, I'm kidding. That's, that's not true. <laughs> Her brother's dick in your ass? <laughs> that's right. Just grab that guy. <laughs> Could you leave? And I'll, then look I, at, I'll look at you, but it, he's fucking me. Don't just, worry about it. You know it. what? Actually, go outside for a second. You, you have some good threesome stories. All right, here we go. Uh, we got... Uh, shit, where do we go? We got uh, we got the one where uh, I had two sisters that I would fuck when I'd go to Northern California. <sighs> Individually or to, at the together? At the same time. How did it... How they wouldn't w- touch each other. That's nice. But they'd literally be sitting beside each other. And I'd be fucking one and finger banging the other one and making out with the other one, and then we'd flip, and then uh, and then when I'd nut, I would just pick which one I was gonna nut on. Did, did and were they one twins? One was a squirter, one wasn't. That's fascinating. And I heard, oh my 
God, that's pretty great. Yeah. That's incredible. It's really awesome. But they would they wouldn't touch each other, so it wasn't that creepy. Did the one it was really cool because I was just like, I'm fucking your sister. How did what was the fr- how did you get into it with them? I don't know. I remember the first time it happened was we had all gone out after a show. We were at some club and then uh, the one sister was like uh, Was it Tia and Tamara? It sure was. Oh, sure this was. is crazy. Sister sister. sister, sister, sister. It sure was. That's really crazy. Guess who was the squirt? I think Tia. <laughs> Which I'm gonna go to you. Which one's pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so what? we're at the club, and uh, a one starts uh, making out with me while the other one goes to the bathroom, and I'm like, "All right, I guess this is the one I'm getting because I couldn't figure sister. out which one I was right. gonna go for." And then uh, this one goes to the bathroom, and the other sister comes back, and the other sister just starts making out with me too, and I'm like. Oh my God! They don't know that they're both making out with me. You think you're getting away with something? Yeah, in I'm effect. like, this is so cool, and I'm like, how the fuck? What do I do now? Then we went back to my hotel room, and I just started. Did and did you say like, did you try to negotiate on the way back? Like, so you have work in the morning? Were you Are trying you gonna, to like? So which one of you? I just figured like one went to the bathroom, so I was like, Are we gonna fuck? And then she was like, Yeah. And then I was like, Okay. Her sister came came out of the bathroom, and I'm like, So. Then her sister comes over and I start making out with her sister again. And I'm like, but the other sister's right there. And I'm like, they're, they're not reacting. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to play this out. And then it just went all the way. Had they done this before? I don't know, but I uh, I wasn't mad at them for it. No, I ain't mad at them even I currently. was not That's even one of those mildly irritated by them. <laughs> you don't even need to ask. That's one of those things like, I don't need to know yeah. if you've done this before. Yeah, it's, not, it's none of my business. Yeah, They're the ones who got to live with what themselves. Business? Also, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I. I well, yeah. When every time I've had sex with two sisters, I don't care. Yeah. Good. If um, you got them both pregnant, then and then how they could many be times each did nieces. you did you make that happen? And uh, also, I made that happen about four or five times. And how would you decide um, who I was going to nut on? Yeah. If you if there was any sort of <laughs> may I ask, uh, did you, you if you're going to be nutting? Did you nutting? Did you use a condom or no? I I got to be honest with you. I did not strap up. Great. So you're out there on the road. Raw, raw dogging it. Well, you're road dogging and raw dogging. You do, sometimes you don't. You know. Right. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you <laughs> sometimes don't. Sometimes you don't. That's right. <laughs> I like a- Amy Schumer does jokes about not having the guy wear condoms, and it's fucking great. Yeah. It's great in that it's like, well, that's very honest. Yeah. Because people, here's the thing about condoms: people don't always wear them. Yeah. Condoms are awful and wonderful. They're one of these yeah. these terrible, beautiful things. I mean, they, they're wonderful. Yeah. They're they're very important, but. God, they do not feel good. I mean, they feel they feel better than no pussy. Yeah, yeah sure. But they don't feel as good as pussy. Yeah, if I'm really horny, I don't mind putting one on. Who would you text when it was when you, would you text? Did you ever just bang but one of them? No, they would always show up together. Oh, literally every time you slept with them, you slept every with them together. Every time I boned them, they were together. Can you imagine them at home like putting makeup on? Like we're gonna go fuck Russell tonight. Let's go fuck as Russell. A, yeah, it sucks because I don't have their numbers anymore. And Hey, girls, if you're listening, Tia and Tamara, <laughs> if you're listening right now. I don't uh, remember their names. That's even worse. It's Tia How Tamara. long ago was this? Uh, last time I boned them, maybe about four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? That, now, as a you guy, have hours of these kinds of stories, a, right? As a guy, I would think that even when you're banging two sisters, you if there's a third sister, you're like, why well, am I not banging? Well, hey, here, here's the funny part about this. So one time they had brought a friend with them, this she was kind of thick, but I didn't give a shit. It's a third bitch in the yeah. room. Yeah. And, and she had huge tits. So I was trying to get her involved, too. <laughs> and she wasn't, she she wasn't, wasn't biting? She wasn't, she wasn't having it. Last night at the club uh, after Neil's birthday party. Neil had a birthday party last night on the Sunset Strip. 
and uh, we walked out, and there was this couple of girls. It was so sad, actually. One was like so banging, like she had this. It just every one she walked by would like turn and break their neck for her. The other girl was like <laughs> exactly. The other girl was like totally not attractive, and she was like all these guys were talking to her, and the ugly girl was like negotiating for the woman. She's like, we already have a ride home, actually. Thank you very much. And then she'd like go to the next guy. Oh, you, why don't you back off as this like little dainty girl like walked by. I just felt like... She was this, the, she was the cock block and security girl? It's yeah. just so awful. Yeah. This poor girl walking around. Her whole life is walking around with this beautiful woman being ignored by guys and helping the, her but get But technically, she, she is getting some attention. Because that's, she's, so that's how she's viewing it. Because she's yeah. standing in front of a beautiful woman. Yeah, well, she, no, she yeah, becomes she, default pussy. Yeah, she like there's yeah. gonna be a time where like there's gonna be a guy that that wins, and then his friend is gonna have to bang something. But also, she's still getting to be like reject a guy, mm-hmm. which I think is thirty percent of the enjoyment of being a woman. Now, it's true. Does it does it ever bother you? Like you know, like being on the road and having meaningless sex no not never at all. Yes. how come tell me about it uh I, I you know i think i understand who i am now mm-hmm. and um and that's a real piece of shit dirtbag <laughs> i kind of am yeah i can I, I, I can i have no problem boning a chick once and there was times where i could fuck the same chick like six seven times in one night and then six or seven times yeah, in, six or seven nuts yeah who well, there'd you, be there, there'd be like three nuts and six fucks. Okay, so okay. it'd be like every other fuck would be a nut. Right, but um, and then you break it up with the squirt. Yeah, you know, you gotta break it up. But you've been in love, right? You've been married. I was married. I wasn't in love, but I was married. <laughs> I um, knew you shouldn't have got married. Yeah, that. I lasted a good solid fourteen months. I Why'd you marry her? I knocked her up, had a baby. Got know. it. She's a nice girl now. We get along. Well, let's say you're in love, right? Okay. And you're with this woman. I can't honestly. I can't imagine being in love. Really? I can't imagine. How come? I don't know. I think I might be emotionally closed off in that regard. It's were impossible you, that you're emotionally you closed were? off. Hmm? You always were. You think? Uh, no. There was times where I was. Uh, you know that you're a teenager and you're in your early twenties and you always have that that fucking want and desire for that romantic, beautiful love we yeah, see sure. in movies and you're sure. like, I want that. And then after a while, you're kind of like, I don't fucking really want that. Right. And or what, or I don't even think that's going to happen so it's silly. Like, yeah, it is a, it is a weird thing as a guy like do I admit what I'm do I try to attain like a higher self or do I just kind of uh, occupy where I naturally am, which is sort of more animalistic well, and And now that off. I have a daughter, like I I really like I just figure that's the woman I'm going to love for the rest of my uh, life. This is the one. And the yeah. rest of them are just going to be passing through. So right. wait. That's you, sweet. At least you'll love your daughter. And you, you feel – and the feeling you have for your daughter is bananas. Like you are fucking super into her. Yeah, it's really weird. Like today, you know, I had my daughter with me all day. Like she, we had a nap together. And then when she woke up um, – How old? She's going to be two in December. Right. So when she woke up, she just, like, I sat her up, and she, I was lying down, and she just leaned her head on my chest, and she was watching TV. And I had my arm around her like that. And, I, and, and all I kept thinking in my head was, this is fucking, this is the best feeling I've ever had. This is the best feeling I've ever had. Despite, no matter what I've done in my life or career, this was the best feeling. That's, That's so great. What is that? Is that your phone? Move your phone. That's interesting. Do you think that you, I thought yeah, that was your a phone. drop. It's yours. Not mine. I, do you think that you would be uh, less happy with not finding love if you hadn't had a daughter at this point? Do you think you'd be like longing for like love? No, because I know me, and I would eventually get bored of that person. No, how much, no matter how much I love them, or. But you don't get bored of your friends. 
I don't get bored of my friends. What do you think that is? I've been I thinking know, you about know, you that. Don't, you don't have the pressure of having to fuck your friends for the rest of your right. life. Right. You, and also, it's you don't. based yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ba- it's all French male friendships are based are easier to maintain. Uh, I mean, like m- to ma- get a guy mad at you, you have to like physically hurt him, steal money from him, fuck up majorly. To get a girl mad at you. You have to like Not forget what she told you when you're walking to the kitchen. Yeah, and it's the same level of mad. Oh, you think it's literally a gender thing? Yeah, so, guys will get annoyed and tell you, "Hey, man, that's not fucking cool." No, yeah, because like, gay men. This doing? is this is, and also they'll say it in a funny way before they say it. Like I'm legitimately mad. I yeah. think this doesn't work because I don't think gay men have some higher instance of finding love with one another than straight men do. I don't. So I'm they're not, dating I, men. I, no, no, no. I think in a relationship where it is quote unquote romantic and you're having sex, just the sex. Sex brings out a weird. Uh, neediness in people. I think both parties freak out. I right. think men and women both freak it's out. True. There, as much as we try to act like it doesn't, it, it affects us. It's different, way, but but we have to control it better because uh, we're men. Right. But I don't. But I get more. Uh, I get more attuned to like, oh, uh oh, what is it? What she want now? I don't get like, what is she? I'm gonna. I need yeah. this from her. I'm more like, what does she need from me? Whereas with a guy, I'm like, oh, fucking, we'll, I'll see you at the club, and we'll yeah. say what's up, we'll and then I'll out. see you. Yeah, I'll see you at the club. I mean, that's what we do. Guys, we get together, we go to the club, we'll dance <laughs> to ta- hot I'm house rhythms. About, we'll put I'm our ta- purses Moshe. in the middle. <laughs> that's right. I'm talking about the comedy <laughs> club. Oh, the comedy club. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll see you I at the you comedy club. Duck club. No, I don't mean duck club. I go duck club twice a year. Uh, but yeah, that is a that is a funny thing. And, and the feeling... How would you describe the feeling you have in your dog when you say it's the best feeling you've ever had? It's that it's that sur- inner serenity, that peaceful kind of like nothing actually matters other than this moment. Right. And you know you- when you're with a chick, no matter how nice the moment is, part of you is like, all right, well, I got some shit. Can't wait till this is over. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, this is nice and I, I'm not mad at the situation, but I got to go. I mean, no, that's spoken from a guy that doesn't want and was never been in love. I mean, sometimes you feel like, I mean, sometimes you feel like this is. This I've only had that once. This is perfect. This is, this is like, this is a, it's almost the daughter moment when you feel like when you have a girl that you kind of almost love, you feel like, you know, this is like a perfect moment. Right? I, yeah, yes, but then once I, you, having once said that, you I've only had daughter, it once. I think once you have a daughter, it, it cock blocks any That's other feelings for like that. Or after. you realize that the feeling with the woman was like, nah, compared to the daughter. It's yeah, like, you're just kind of, you're going to rarely do you meet a woman and be like, oh, I would kill for you. I'd die for you. I, all the things this that, is hilarious. that this Russell's is like, willing to do for his daughter. This is like four emotionally dead men sitting around <laughs> talking. I mean, never will you, I'll kill for you. All these guys with wives right now are like, I would kill for my wife for sure. Uh, no, I they think, wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. For I don't sure. think they would. What are you I, kidding me? Don't want me rather, in with those guys. They Take your rather, dog away from me, Neil. Right. Uh, the, no, Neil's I got think, the fucking horniest dog in LA. <laughs> it's you crazy. know what? I've also He's hearing us talk about being emotionally good. unavailable. He's like, yeah, what about me? My dog's got huge balls. Sir Humphalot, get out. <laughs> I think that I've even heard women say that the love they have for their kids is greater than the love they have for their husband. I'm not and saying it's not. I'm saying it's hilarious that we're like, you know that feeling that you never have for the woman you're in love with where you would do anything to protect them? It's like, this is... This is th- I, I don't... I don't. I think the what I'm saying is the feeling Russell has for his daughter is greater than any feeling he could ever have for a woman. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't... I or don't has know. had. I've, like when you do eventually have kids... When they're not swallowed, wiped away, or flushed, eventually you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. And I never understood it either when people would tell me, oh, you, you'll understand when you have kids. And 
And I really did understand once I had a kid. Uh, but it doesn't happen immediately. Oh, is that true? That's it, funny. Don't fall for that shit. Like, oh, That's you fall in love right away. I'm like, no, you don't. I heard, yeah, I heard the first year guys are kind of like, nah. You get used to them for the first year. <laughs> right. Well, can I ask like, you? It's an adjustment, major fucking adjustment. Well, can I ask you a question that might be weird, and, and I don't want it to be offensive? Go for it, go for it. But Have you fucked your daughter? <laughs> How are her feet? No. Um, <laughs> when you think about, small, like, okay, the, whatever, whatever. Small, when you think about the way that, like, you interact with women sexually on the road, blah, 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 have you like extrapolated like what would it be like if someday in 18 years my daughter is in some well no i've al- i always think about that and i'm like geez because you know s- sometimes you get these chicks that want to fuck in they're 18 years sure, old Sure, right yeah and i'm and i'm 42 i'm like what? all right i'm gonna do this i'm not proud of this i, 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 I want you to know while, while i'm coming i'm conflicted at the same time <laughs> this is hurting i me can't read it there's more. no there's no word and and yeah do you i guess you just sort of feel slightly worse but you, you just kind of go, I really hope my daughter has better self-esteem than this girl. Right. But in the meantime, but in the meantime I'm trying to fuck this 18-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you start comedy? How did you start? I started in Toronto in 1989. And what was your first? It was just an open mic? It was open amateur night on a Tuesday. I was horrible. How old were you? Oh, you don't have to 19. Tell I was 19. 19. Yeah. I, I met you in, 90, you in 97. And, and what was happening for you That's in '97? Started in '89. Yeah. That is wild. How, how? I met your brother first. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I did, and whom I did not care for at all. Yeah, he was not very nice to me. <laughs> oh, he's a sour fella. Yeah, he's very, he's funny as I fuck. I thought it though. was a character. Yeah. But Absolutely. I, it turns out he's just a guy. Yeah, no, he's that's his that's his personality. Can yeah. we get him on the podcast? Uh oh, he would. It would you if you think you don't like me. Wait till you see my brother. <laughs> I think oh, I Jesus. don't like you. He's taller, more surly. I mean, if oh, I like no, this but, guy already. Oh, you would love him. Yeah, you guys could go off on what a big egomaniac I am, what a piece of shit, et cetera, et cetera. Wait, so, Russell, in 97, where was your career? Uh, I had done two uh, specials in Canada. I did a half hour in 95 and a hour in 97. And you were like selling out clubs or you were just still I, I just a regular still, uh, he- I was just, headliner? Just headlining. You had a nice car, though. But you I, had a, I had a Lexus. You yeah. were, you were. Gr- I have a Lexus. Lexus. So you're saying that perhaps someday I will be selling venues as large as you. Well, I spent every penny I had on that Lexus. <laughs> like it was. He the, had like a tricked out. It wasn't tricked out, no, but no. it was like a nice. I just had a nice. One. It was black with the gold package on the on the lettering. You got neon, <laughs> neon underneath. No, 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 no neon. He wasn't at that did level. You drop it. No, I didn't drop it. It was a ES three hundred. But you're just like a regular stand up headliner at that point. Uh, yeah. And did you? Have I was. I was living larger. Than I should have been. right. Like I was, I my it, what what it appeared like success was definitely not success. I was, I was driving around in a fucking Lexus, but I was living in my parents' house. Oh, you were living with your parents? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And did you have ideas in your mind like I'm someday going to be the biggest shit, or were you I, just I, like I, I'm a comedian and it, I'm working? It was a a wish in sure. my head, you know. Um, I I didn't really believe it to be a possibility. Are your parents psyched about it? No, they're miserable that I made it. They're really fucking mad. <laughs> no, but I mean, with, we're, we're originally where they were like, no, they oh, you want to do what? No. They didn't really care. They didn't even get it. You know what I mean? They had no point of reference. I was the first Indian guy. What are they going to, you know? You're the first Indian like, guy? Yeah. You started India? I did. Wow. That's you, crazy. Were you the first Indian comic? Yes. No, really? Well, there was Jerry Bednob, but he's actually from Trinidad, so that doesn't count. Oh, oh yeah. He used to do a duo act with uh, Tom Broomsticks, right? I don't know. Sorry, I sorry. And I thought oh, that I would be it. really fun for everybody. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh, yeah. But your uh, name doesn't sound very Indian. How, what the, happened? The there? British fucked my people for many, many years. Oh. For, how long did the British fuck your people? About four hundred years, I believe. Great. Um, Great. And uh, look, colonialism is what we're how we got here. Uh, and did you win it? And then you made it. 
now are you still? I mean, it, you're kind of the whole thing's a little like what? Well, right. Okay, so there's a timeline to it though. So you're like there's a regular a comedian that's, regular that's moving up in a very normal way. Yes. And then at one point you did a special that got ripped and thrown onto YouTube. That right? was in 2003. And I've seen I've seen I've seen a lot of your stuff. Right. You're very, he's very funny. If anybody has, I mean, I don't know why I even need to plug you. You have so many goddamn fans. But he's, Russell's very funny. If you haven't heard, seen him, check it out. But Black that, people are cracking up laughing. That particular that is exactly from my end. that particular uh, snippet for some reason just scratched a crazy fucking itch. Well, that, what that, was it? Do you think uh, it was? Uh, well, first of all, it was 2003. So by the time that aired, it was 2004, and that's when YouTube had started. Right. And um, you know, the internet had been around in 2004 for what? Uh, it wasn't six, the, ten that's years. The thing is, ten, ten years. Maybe ten. Ten, yeah. ten years. Mm-hmm. But but it, what, there was no vi- there was no good video. Yeah, there was. Service. It was too mm-hmm. slow. Everything was too slow. There was a you couldn't you know. There was Bear Share and LimeWire and all yeah. that stuff, but that was just for music. That's really all I thought the internet was for: porn right. and music. And even the porn wasn't even that big of a deal back in the day because there was no take, there was no you porn. There was yeah, no, it was just too difficult to yeah. wait around for it. Like, how horny do you really need to be? Right, yeah. and, especially uh, when you got three subs and Oreos every night. It's loading, but he, you <laughs> didn't. You didn't. No, then you I was were just a regular, regular guy. That I was had having regular flirt. sums. Right, <laughs> you had to go flirt with women, yeah. give the, get their phone number, like a regular yeah. guy. Yeah, you know, you remember when you used to call chicks? Yeah, nobody would <laughs> come and say, "I'd love to puke a cocktail onion on your balls if you wouldn't right. mind." Absolutely, you'd have to work up to such things. Yeah. I digress. I'm sorry. So no, please. So a video got on YouTube, and then yeah, they, some. I don't know who put it on to this day. I don't know who put it on YouTube. You How much know? money would you give him if you found out? Yeah, if I, that guy came to you and said, "Give me a hundred thousand dollars," sure. You'd go fine. If, if there was proof that he was the guy, yes. Okay, Russell, <laughs> I was the guy that put the video on. Give uh, me $100,000. Prove I'm, it. I'm listening. <laughs> well, here's a handwritten note from myself uh-huh. to you saying I was the guy. Signed, Do you F- ever Epstein's laugh at- mother. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein's mother, that's hilarious. Do you ever laugh at how much money you make? I la- Well, when I hear about what I'm getting, like my brother will pull me aside right before I'm about to go on stage. And like uh, tonight is blah blah blah, and I'm like, wow. all right, yeah. So it's still a little bit surreal to you because you've it's been still very you've surreal. been a huge touring act for quite a while now. I'm I'm on my third arena tour. Right. So most it's, comics get one arena tour, I think, and then they go back to theaters and yeah. clubs if they want. Why do you think that is? And we don't have to get specific about who I don't know why that who is. we're my, talking about, but I think you're right. Where guys do get an arena tour, and then they I feel like Chris Rock could have done arenas but didn't want to. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think, yeah, well, I, you know, again, it was one of Although those things. Although if Chris could have done arenas, he probably would have. He did on the last tour. Yeah. It, I mean, Chris Chris does what he what he does. and But Chris has, you know, film and TV and all kinds of shit behind him, as do most of these other right. arena guys. They have movies and TV yeah. shows and stuff that, you know, uh, pushes them along. And I have none of that. So right. I think my fans. And do you, do you want to hear something? You never will. I probably never will. I'm totally fucking around. When you do these... Oh, I think, no, I think no, you will. I, think I was he, just thinking that's... I like, think you should have replaced Regis Philbin. And I, I told you that. Yeah, you should. And I tried to get people to recommend... I emailed Mike Schur, who's married to Regis's daughter, and said, you should use this. I recommend... I did everything I could, and I still couldn't make it happen. Uh, you're Mike back with... Strahan. Who, He's so... I know. Straight, I think you'd be way better than Strahan. Yeah, we're He's back. So and it's Russell and Ke- Kelly Ripa. Yeah. Russell and Kelly Ripa. Today on this morning show, we're going to discuss threesomes and loose booty holes, <laughs> cocktail onions on your ass. This show has Russell. changed a few... Uh no he but he would be right. no I know what you mean you're on. very charming he's very I think, I think it would have been fun it would have been fun it's the easiest job in the world yeah. it's uh one hour 
it's Seth would get Seth Meyers guest hosted like twenty times. Is that right? Yeah, and he uh, you would get there. Show starts at ten, right? Not nine or ten. Oh, I'm sorry, it starts at nine. He would get there at eight fifteen, and uh, could be home by ten forty five. Oh wow! And it's like millions of dollars. Well, that's an interesting question. What What are your goals at this point? I mean, you're doing. I, I would so- like to have a film and or TV career, um, just to get off the road for a minute. Right. You I know. also think you'd be good at late night. I've always thought oh, that as well. Late, I'm doing oh. your buddy show. I'm doing Fallon. Oh, good. When are you doing it? Uh, uh, November, I think, 15th or something. What like are you right. doing? Panel or stand up? Stand up. Great. But uh, I'm doing panel on Kimmel on Tuesday. Great. Do you know who the guest is on Tuesday? Who's Who that? Prince. Oh, wow. No big deal. That's fucking pretty dope. No biggie. Is You're he You're going to meet Prince. Yeah, he's singing. Great. That's it's really amazing. Awesome. I have Even a question about your. When you do um, the big arenas, uh, what is your stage show like? Like, is it just you and a mic, or is there, like, screens? No, I have, is there, uh, like, I have two DJs on stage, DJ Spinbad and Starting From Scratch. Spinbad, like old school Spinbad? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, he's an old school. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- so they play on four turntables before I go out. like, for, like Next to each other. Yeah. Well, no, no. They're one's here, one's here. Okay. So, so they're, they're just playing music. Yeah, Scratch plays instrumentals, and Spinbad plays acapellas, and they're changing beats and, and, and acapellas, like, within... Five seconds of each song starting, so it's just like a giant mega mix. While That's people awesome. come, and they don't practice it. It's not like I'm going to play this. Okay, then you play this. It's just really as they feel. That's awesome. So there's no opener. Is there and no? Do and then, then do you I'm, have audio of that? I do have some. Uh, you could probably catch it on YouTube too. Okay. I well, you just, do. You do bring an opener, right? You yeah. Have this come. this last uh, leg, I did. Uh, I had Felipe Esparza. Felipe Esparza. He's been on the. So, you ever hear his stories? Yeah, he's that hilarious. dude's got he stories. Fucking, he was on here. He bit a dude's face off after he saw Terminator 2. Yeah, that's, that's how he got into stand up. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a he's a he's a really but he's so fucking funny. Uh, he's hilarious. Well, the first time he's I the saw sweetest him, guy that's ever a bit too, a face yeah. of a man. The off first time before. I saw him I was like pre-bath salt. How has this guy right. not made it? That was my first thought was like how the fuck this guy's just sitting in LA and not like making a million dollars. He did win last comic. No, 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 but I, I mean, met him not... before that. I mean, that was the thing like oh, he gotcha. was just doing like 1240s at the Laugh Factory, and I was like, "This guy seems like a Mexican Hedberg." Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, and he's not even—it's uh, not a character; it's him. No, right. that's what he's like. Yeah. yeah uh, so, so he opened for me on this last leg. How long does your opener do? Um, fifteen twenty. That sounds like when a- you think about paying comp your opener. <laughs> yeah, that's a great uh, question. Because I know what guys who do big venues pay. A lot of guys will pay a grand. Right. Some guys will no, pay up up to. What do you pay your opener? Two. Okay, good. And do you think like... And I treat them well. We, right. we fly them out first class. Right, I've actually heard that about you. That you'll be like, have you seen this new iPhone? And then all of a sudden you have an iPhone in your hand. Like, Yeah, oh. I mean, I treat them well. If they don't have things, I get it for them. Right. I make, if you're on tour with me as in my opener, there's a good chance you'll walk away with a pair of Bose headphones, the noise-canceling <laughs> ones, for the flights. And then I buy them a watch. I accept. Every time I buy them a watch. Listen, I appreciate the offer. And I, I had Ryan Stout open for me the oh, first really? leg of this tour. Ryan is a good, uh, I started with Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Very funny. He He's killed really it funny. on the tour, too. Yeah. Did Felipe destroy? Out. He destroyed. I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. And then I had Joey Medina on one leg, and I had yeah. Ruben Paul on another leg. Great. All good dudes. Yeah. Um, so, wait. But let's go back just a little bit. So, this video gets on. What's, what starts happening when the video gets on? Like, what? Well, here, here's what. Here's, I'll, t- I'll give an example, a prime example of, 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 of the, uh, uh, the ascension, if you will. Will you? I will, uh, yeah. February of 2004, I played DePaul University in Chicago. 13 people came to the show. <laughs> February 2004. I've done those shows. Those are the, yeah. 
November of 2004, I went back to Chicago, sold at a theater for three nights. That's yeah, wow. Yeah. So it was somewhere between February and November, something happened. And what were you? It, and my dad. So this is why I always say I'm I'm not a religious person at all. I don't believe in any of them. I think it's all whatever. I'm with you. And but I I'm a spiritual person in that my dad passed away one month to the day after I played DePaul University. Thirteen people, DePaul. Right. Yeah. One month of the day, and then... He was murdered by those 13 people. It's, uh, by 12 of them. <laughs> yeah. One, One guy was, was like, I lookout. really like Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, uh, then, literally my career went, bam, like uh, within two weeks of my Did dad Did anything in you change when your dad died? Uh, something must have changed in me. I mean... But what was your I point? I became... Uh, I don't know. I just I just became a different kind of person. But what was your point that you were making? Like the what, the significance of your father passing away? The that significance is that I think that uh, from the other side, like I don't believe in religion and all that other stuff, but I do believe that the people that love you when they're here, when they die, will go on to whatever the other side is and somehow assist you. So you're thinking he maybe he get you know, those hits. Maybe he was yeah, the I one that uploaded the video. I think he was he's up there the, in yeah. heaven. You uh, never found like, him because it was hey your dad. Hey guys, check this out. <laughs> God's like... He went viral with that video. God, he, God, come over. And God's like, I like this. And then he just made it go viral. <laughs> I like your version of God. Yeah. I am God. I like this. So uh, what's happening for you internally? Psych- psychologically, are you freaking the fuck out? No, because it's, it's not registering yet. I'm just like... Right. Oh. Also, you were 36. I was 30, Six, 30, 33 when my dad 30. died. I was about to be 34. So, yeah, I was, you know. So, you're a grown man, and it's not like uh, the fucking vapors or whatever. But yeah. still, some you must have been like, at some point, like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah, because I went from, you know, whatever, like two grand on a weekend to, um, you know, 30 grand in the month. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I yeah. just watched the months grow. Like, each month would be more money. Right. And I'd be like, this is insane. I made, and, and you know, at one month I made 40, 50 grand. And I was like, this is more than I made last year. Yeah, that's fucking insane. And then I was like. And now if you made 40 grand in a month, you'd kill yourself. I sure as fuck would. <laughs> um, I would be very miserable with that 40 grand. <laughs> is that literally true? If oh, I made 40, if you made 40, oh, I know. But if you made 40 grand a month, you'd literally be like, oh, fuck. I would be like, something's wrong. My career is, that is. There's a definite decline. That is hilarious. Yeah. If you made, made forty grand for a show, you'd be like, "Get the get, go fuck yourself." Kind of, yeah. That's hilarious. But you know, I mean, uh, and, and, and I mean, no, everyone, uh, by the way, not kind of. If you made forty grand for a show, you'd be like, "Bring the guy who booked me on the show," and you punch him in the face. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, eventually, you won't make that's the, the thing, same amount. Really, right? That's for sure. Right. And that's why I, I'm realistic in that. This fucking film career yeah. needs to start soon. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I don't know, you know, I mean, I know me personally, I would love to do another arena tour, but I don't know if it's possible a fourth time around. You think it's, so? I also believe you're going to have a TV career. I don't believe you're a film career at this point. If Getting a film career as a comedian is so ethereal. Uh, it generally, it happens like you have to be in a movie and crush in a way that's... First of all, and they don't really cast people over four. There's like so many impediments to having a oh, film yeah, career as a I'm, comedian. I'm fully impeded. Uh, but in TV career, I think I've always thought you'll have a TV career, and I I still believe that. Do you think I have a shot at what being a major motion picture star? Uh, <laughs> I think you could be in major movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would wait or two. Here you go. <laughs> it's something crazy would have to happen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you start playing these. Uh, these bigger and bigger venues and uh so what what do you feel like what's the biggest change from russell 
today and Russell that was in the Lexus? Um, well, on a personal level, I'm 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 the same guy. I, I still I still you know do the same things I would always have done. I can I, attest to that because I knew I met you ten times in 1997, and yeah. he was exactly the same guy. Uh, I think, and uh, and Dave, I think is for the most part the same guy. Chappelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on a personal level, he's still the same guy. I yeah, mean, he's a little more aloof now, but yeah, but, you know that's just cool. he's like scarred now. But you're like that is interesting. But you're not an aloof person. You're not a person that's like a. a, a I've seen you interacting in public. You're like a dude that's kind of in the fray of humanity. Even you do have a you do have a posse. I do. I, I do roll with my friends. He's got he's got a po- like a full on hip hop posse. <laughs> like bl- there's black dudes in it. There are black dudes it's in it, right? Black dudes. It's mostly yeah. like entourage, but black guys. Yeah. If you're gonna have a posse, you need a black dude or two. We got it. With like a towel on their shoulder. One of there's 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 towels. You gotta have a towel. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have. That's a towel. super important. At least a rag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back up, back up. Let Russell through. Let Russell through. Uh, someone's one one of them's gotta wear a Bluetooth. At all times, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. not connected to anything. No, you gotta have a black dude. Oh, black dudes over forty love think love Bluetooth, Bluetooth are the fucking coolest shit in the world. Do rag yeah. on, but it's not tied yet. Yep. it's yeah, like true. he's in process of doing also the true. Yeah. yeah, yes. Like I, I'm too lazy. To these do are that. Canadian. Yeah. Uh, these are Canadian black dudes. Uh, some of them are. Some of them are my American blacks. <laughs> uh, Let's go through each one. I want to know they're, about they're, they're assorted <laughs> blacks. Um, Great like magic, if you will. Is the are they the DJs? Are they in the posse? Oh, the DJs are white. Oh, but I mean, do you have any white guys? Uh, this posse is one hundred percent black. My DJs. Okay. Right. How did Ryan Stout do with your posse of? Black oh, great! Men? He loved it. You should actually ask him about that. Yeah, I will. I didn't know he was doing that. I would have already talked to him about it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. He's a great dude. He's you know yeah. Ryan? He's yeah. a great guy. He's a good yeah. dude. His girlfriend's cool too. She's hot. She is, and funny. And she's got nice feet. She's got great feet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that? No, I don't know that. I, told I don't know what a great foot is. Honestly, I don't. I told I'm Ryan, I was like, Jesus, your girl's got nice feet. <laughs> did he care? Oh, he, he laughed. You know, he's a good dude. You but know, did he, did, was he like, I know. He did know, actually. He said, yes, I know. Good. She's got nice skin. Yeah, she's really, very, very, very attractive lady. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, but so you, when you hear about, when you, when you're making whatever you're making, uh, you know what's interesting? Talk about the financials of putting on a show. Talk about what it costs to put on one of your shows. You sure how this is it, interesting? How much at the Barclays? How much would Barclays? Does it cost for you to put on the Barclays show? Well, for Barclays, we would have people buy that show for the most part. I mean, it's kind of like they bid on it. Promoters, and yeah, and then they're like, "All right, here's." Like Bill Here's Graham and yeah. Live yeah. somebody yeah. else. Live Nation. Okay. AG, yeah, yeah. AG, one of them. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not exactly sure who's doing that one. Whoever, whoever owns Barclays is right. doing that one. Who, who, I don't know whose building that is. But uh, they'd bid on it. So they would say, here's your guarantee, and here's what your potential walk is. Okay. Would you ever say what that is and what the walk is? Um, okay, well, I'll just give you an example. Sometimes <laughs> the guarantee may be uh, 400000 and then the walk will be seven fifty or something. Oh, if you sell out. Yeah. At sellout. Yeah. Wait, but seriously, how are you doing the Barclays Center and Hilarities in the same lifetime? <laughs> well, I don't I even you, understand. I, because I, I've headlined the Hilarities. I've, I've, that's a show right. I've done. I, I do that kind of stuff because if you're just doing arenas, you get in an arena head. Yeah, right. Which you know is what? Mean? Which what is, does that mean? It, you're so used to walking on stage and having 18,000 people just, enamored ah. and screaming and uh, totally in love with you. And you... As a comic, it's not good for you because 
it, it can give you a comfort zone that will give you a false sense of security as to what's funny on stage. Right, right. Because so, everything's funny in the arena to them. Yeah. They love you so much. Right. So I, 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 right before I do a big one, I like to go and do a club. Mm-hmm. And let's do a club in fucking Cleveland. You know, somewhere small where, you know, people are going to be going to the club regardless who's there. Right. And, and you, you know, it brings you back to feeling like a comic again. Right. And then you can take that, your... Your, your natural comic sensibilities and, and, return yeah, and not feel like a fraud. Is it hard to work yeah. on new stuff? No, I just do That's where I'll do it in the clubs. You know? Yeah, you can't do... Do you, but, have you ever do new jokes at an arena? Yeah, I, 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 I go off the top a lot, right? So, oh, yeah, you do a lot of crowd work. So, yeah, yeah, so... And, I, and when I do crowd work in an arena, I have two cameramen on stage with me. So the minute I say, hey, you... You're right. on the screen, mm-hmm. so the entire room is in on the oh, joke. That's oh, right. so there is screens in the... You theater. don't have 12,000 people oh, saying... Oh, yeah, what does it cost you to put on a show? I no, honestly, I don't, I don't know the actual. That's somebody it. else is dealing with that That's, nonsense. That really right? is, yeah. Right. Got it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I thought it would be part of the four hundred seven fifty. No, no, that's that's uh, completely separate. But that comes out of your your money. No. Nope. Really? That's your guarantee. Four hundred, your guarantee. And, and they cover your costs. They cover the costs. Oh, okay. Wow, that's great. Do you, you know, stick around and sign stuff afterwards? We have a meet and greet, and sometimes. But people pay for it. No, I, I don't like doing that to people. I think that's really awful. That's gross, right? That yeah. is really fucking. Do disgusting. you try to keep the price down on tickets, or are you just um, like we whatever? haven't raised them? Got in, it. in a few years. Do you ever do a feet and greet? <laughs> I, I I do. You know what? It's funny because when women walk up, I and they have open toes or something. The first thing I'm looking at them, and they're like, "What are you looking at?" And I'm like, "Nice shoes." <laughs> you should just tell them. I'm looking at your feet. I'm trying well, to. Usually, sometimes them. they're with their man. You know, oh, yeah. like looking at your feet. I'm looking. What do you mean you're looking at her? Feet? Is it easier to uh, uh, rope girls? By the way, Quincy Jones. I don't know. if He used to call um, picking up girls. He called it goat roping, which I love. Um, He's is the it, inventor of the rope a goat. <laughs> uh, is it easier to goat rope in uh, an arena or in a club? Club must be a club, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, club. You're just way gone, more accessible. Right? Yeah. Right. You're and which is one of the nice parts. Do you ever send one your eight your posse exactly. out there to like say, Yeah, I always you go scour. find some open toes and bring them back to the group. Scour, you scour. Send me pictures of bitches' feet. You what you need yeah. is a midget to go out and just scan <laughs> the feet and then bring them back. Right this way, Mr. Peters will see you now. A midget yes. on all fours yeah, crawling right. under seats. with a with a miner's uh, <laughs> light on looking at yeah. feet. Like one of my venues just recently I uh, was in a hockey arena and where my dressing room was. You, you could walk uh, underneath the stands. Perfect. So I was like looking at feet from the stands. Your opener's no, on and you're, ba- you're in there just no, jerking off to the Nobody knows that the headliner's standing underneath their legs looking is, at the, trying to see some feet. That's incredible. So great. And it's such a terrible way to judge people by so their feet. It's, it's very interesting to me, though, that you were it's, – it's almost like it's justice because you, you're saying you were the first Indian comedian. I'm the first one uh, of, of North American origin, I would say. Right. But in, in India, they don't have proper stand-up. Did you no, ever think now. that? Right. Did you ever think when in like 95, were you like, there are how many billion Indian people in the one, world? 1.3. Okay. That's there are just, 1 billion. There are 1.3 billion Indian. Did you ever think like, if once they see me... I'm it's going to be uh it's the, it's going to be on cuz they're fucking I'm the only game in town. Well, that's that was part of my mentality. Right. My dad at one point, I think maybe around 91, 92 was like trying to dissuade me from doing this anymore. Uh-huh. And he's like, "You're never going to make it. This is not the business for our people. This is <laughs> This is the Jews and the blacks. This he is does make okay, a good whatever, point. Whatever. We were not like, happy about you. There's nobody like you out there. There's, there's, it's not going to happen. Because my dad was a, a writer, and he he was very heartbroken because he was a really, really good writer. 
and his his grammar and his English was like impeccable. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he got rejected for a writing job for the newspaper uh, based on the color of his skin when he went for the interview because he obviously got the interview like a lot of stuff. Then he walked in. They were like Eric Peters. This does not look like an Eric Peters. That's so odd. At a at like the Toronto Toronto Star, I think, or Toronto one of the new Toronto newspapers. Globe and Mail, whatever. Yeah. It was, but it, it just was like, you know, 66. Yeah. And uh, sure. it just wasn't happening at that time. So he just, I guess he was trying to save me the heartbreak he felt. Right. That's And then when everything he said, every reason he said I wouldn't make it was every reason I said I would make it. Right. When he said there's nobody, I go, that's exactly why I'll make it. Because there is nobody like Right. Me. They need something else out there. No, I've but, always said the guy who's like, who is Indian and and I the, and I use the the first Indian guy that fucks the stool, and I don't. We always talk about fucking the stool on this show. Yep. Uh, is gonna will go on an arena tour. The first guy, like the Indian, like the Prince Nassim Hamed of comedy, like a flamboyant ass, fucking flipping, running around the stage, fucking. Oh, like the a stool. Dan Cook of yeah, Indian. or like a Eddie Griffin or a Tommy Davidson of of like just a wiry, high energy. Sure. Uh, East Indian guy of or uh, you know Bangladesh any one of those places what is going to destroy what about the Chinese Russell Peters where's that guy there's a lot of them there Ooh. are but no, no, guess, no, no, no. guess who their favorite comic is Russell Peters there you go. <laughs> that's funny the guys how did you get both of them that's fucking because that's unfair I, do, I did impressions of them and you do great voices and that, their, their impression was uh, the one I did of them was so specific right it's like uh, Hong as, Kong as versus Hong, Shanghai, right? It was a right? Hong Kong accent. Right. Can we hear and it? And it's so fun. Uh, no problem, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not about uh, <laughs> the accent with uh, changing the letters or nothing. It's about uh, inflection. It's interesting that you couldn't do that, but you know that he's doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you were to do a Chinese it's accent, it would always sound the enough. same Chinese accent. like the yeah. one you've heard for centuries. Just some du- oh, and it, then they go to the star. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, it's like the version of Apu, the, the yes. Apu version yes. of an Indian accent, yeah. but it's so un- incorrect. Yeah. And yours, when I hear it, it's like, oh yeah, I've met that Chinese you, guy yeah, before. And you can hear it going through the strain that like them, you can feel the Chinese guy's mouth trying to yeah. speak He's thinking yeah. of good the English. words. Yeah. Right, and trying to like... Ejaculate them out yeah. like in the right way. Do it as words. Did yeah. you go? Did you do it before you went to Hong Kong, or you were in? I Hong did it Kong? when I was in Hong Kong. I heard some guy talking, and then I, it made me laugh. So all day I just kept trying to do it. <laughs> what? Who was the guy? Just this guy in a store, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, then you uh, take it." And I went to. I just he so, was talking to somebody else. He was like, "I took the paper to the solicitor." <laughs> what if that and guy came? I kept hearing my, all, all day. I just kept going solicitor. <laughs> What if that guy came to you and was like, I was the Hong Kong guy. Can I have $100,000? There's there's 1.5 billion of them, so (laughs) how am I going to trust that fucker? Have you done a lot of Chinese uh, shows? Uh, I've done shows in in Asia, so like in in Singapore and Malaysia and and Thailand. You did big shows there? Yeah. Interesting. And who came to see you? Was it Indians? It was uh, whoever there. I mean... The thing is, over there, they recognize the. See, in, in, in America, when I do an, a Chinese accent, it's a generic Chinese accent to mm-hmm. them. They're like, that's how Chinese people right. talk. But when I go to Singapore or wherever else, they're like, your Hong Kong accent Hell is fantastic. No. That's funny. They, that's like, right. they specifically it's recognize It's like it's doing a southern accent. Yeah, it's as easily identifiable as some New York dude or some. But I'm sure in China, if you put New York dude and Boston dude, they would not be able yeah, to tell the difference. Yeah. You could yeah. put, you know, you could put Larry the Cable Guy. 
and, and you know Louis C.K. on the same stage, they would wouldn't, right. wouldn't hear a difference. Right. Well, it's the same level of comedy, so no <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what sort of and are you like looking to? Exp- have you ever thought of? You went to. You said uh, you went to India, and it's the worst smelling place you've ever been. In no, that was the, the day that we arrived. It's so funny because people always like, I went, I didn't smell it. I go, I am not making this up. The day that we arrived, Angelo Sarukas was with me. You know yeah. Angelo, right? I yeah, I, I got do big know. Ange, no. Yeah. He was with me. We got off the plane. It was the uh, middle of the day. It was in Bombay, and it was hot as shit. And Bombay is, is on the ocean, so the fishermen, I guess, were hauling fish in that day. And because of the heat and the pollution, with it just stunk so fucking bad. Angelo literally almost puked right as soon as we stepped off the plane. It's crazy. It was like and I was just like, oh, my God, it. that's fucking horrible. And that was my, you know... That was my nose awakening when I was and they saying, and they didn't and but the when Indians I said were just it like, they, no but here's the thing when I said it in India they laughed they knew exactly what I was talking about but when you say it outside of India people are like oh that's not true like Indian right. people get defensive about something they think they think I'm just saying it to be an asshole to shit on India and I'm like right. that's not my that was not my motive my motive right. was to let you know that's what the fuck I smelled when I got off the plane well that's what I yeah go ahead are you famous in India like walk down the street recognizable famous uh yeah kinda, yeah yeah interesting. Um, would you say that in the United States, like you're uh, the less the least famous of the of the big play, big uh, uh, vent, the markets that you play in, like in terms of street recognition? Yeah, I mean, it also depends on where. Like in New York, mm-hmm. I, I get I get you uh, get mobbed. Yeah, it's crazy in New York. Why do you think that is? Cause uh, I think New York's more cosmopolitan than any other place, and in also the US. a lot of ethnicities. Yes. Well, I was saying before you got here that like you're a great example of the new the new version of what it means to be famous because you're like you're one of the most successful comedians in the world you've been hundred i don't know i'm uh, certainly tens of thousands not hundreds of thousands of fans and yet there are there are sections of of people that wouldn't that wouldn't know who you were and there's huge sections that would and and like there's different markets it's the way that like tv is now how every network has a hit and they're kind of they've separated markets out yeah does that make sense like when i go to like a meeting at nbc the the guy the security guy at the gate will be like oh my god Russell Peters yeah then I'll go into the meeting and the network person has no has no idea who you are yeah I think that's interesting like they'll be like so tell us about yourselves like what are you, what are you up to what are you doing and I'm like and as soon as I hear that I'm like oh, geez, you end this fucking meeting you like, know that they think that they're having a meeting with like somebody who just got new faces they're doing somebody year. a favor yeah. Right. yeah and I'm like you don't get it I, yeah. And I check out immediately when that happens. Can't you have your agent or manager like give them? We do. Yeah, but they don't. Like, they don't watch. They they can send all the links they want. People are too busy to watch them. Well, that's what I think is interesting about like fame in general. When you know, in the, before the internet, and like you know, there was a sort of direct path to fame. You either were able to get on the path or you weren't. And then the internet shattered everything. And there's yeah. no. It doesn't make. There's no sensible way. I'm, to, I'm part of the splinter cell. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but yeah. that's right. It's people. You just parse up your audience. You get all you really need is a million people right in america you need a million people and you can you can and i feel like it's like political parties so if like the alt scene has a uh you'll get like let's say a guy like dimitri martin has a million fans in america give or take and then those people it's it's like politics and then they will run then you'll run for big office and see like dane had a million fans yeah and then he ran for big office right and lost i mean you know i so to speak yeah so to yeah. speak he still has his core he still has his core fans but he didn't get the giant explosion 
uh, like the Eddie Murphy explosion. But the Eddie Murphy explosion comes very rare. The Jim yeah, I mean, Carrey he, explosion. Right. Even like Jim Carrey had this niche like in Living Color, like the white boy's funny. Who is white people were kind of like that one dude is funny. And then he did he did uh, Ace Ventura, and it was like kaboom. Yeah. Um, and now it's more just like you have a million fans on the internet. Well, um, part of Dane Cook's thing, though, I think, was that he didn't really score in the movies that he was in, and I think that's there's yeah. A well, I think that's what I mean. Like, so I, he he had enough fans that they were like, "We're going to give you a movie." And the, then well, that's the, the problem. They don't out. they don't build you anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh. He's successful. Make him a lead in the movie. I'm like, right. No, you gotta earn. Like, it's the same in comedy. Yeah. You know, the guy you see an open mic, he's really funny. You're not gonna let him fucking headline. Right. And when you're week. and when you're that guy, when you have arena head, you go, I guess I can. I bet I could open a movie. And you just kind of like, yeah, but why don't you just play support? And you're like, I, don't really I see, and, play that, and, and that's why when I go to these meetings, I'm like, well. There's nothing really major in this. I'm like, I don't, just give me a fucking role. Let me be in the movie. Why don't you just yeah. make your own movie? Have you thought about doing that? I haven't that? thought of any fucking ideas for a movie. You thought right, about being in a... If, if you're big in India, why don't you be in like a Bollywood movie? Because I will never do that. Here's your, uh, <laughs> here's your idea for a movie. It's about the first Indian comedian who becomes famous overnight from a viral video going online and then becomes a huge star. What I just made your because I just double made your career <laughs> because now that's like Gungam style. They just think I'm some guy who just started doing right, it. Right, that's funny. And when I did go viral, I was 15 years in the game already. Yeah, that, but that's what's fascinating to me is that you had a completely standard trajectory yeah. that just then went splinter cell, yeah. and and now we're you, now you're Russell Peters. Um, and what do you find is the what do you think? Do you people ever get on you about like you're racist and da 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 da? Like yeah, if people try. You know, people. It's always funny to me because people are like, well, yeah, I get it. You talk about race. Why don't you make some more fucking jokes about the way people talk? And I'm like, that's what I do. That's yeah. my style of comedy. Right. If you don't like it, I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Right. Because it's also like that's like what you think is funny. Yeah, that's what. That's, that's what that's, I think. Yeah, it's like that's, that's what you think that's is funny. Exactly correct. It's like I always say that the. People on the internet, commenters on the internet, but just people in general now, what they don't understand, they what they've lost the ability to grasp is the idea of subjectivity. Is like it's not not funny; it's that you're not feeling it. There's a lot another yeah. comedian down the street, so it's like I, I, that. That's the thing that bothers me the most. Is like just be, realize that there's subject. I mean, there's subjective reality. Yeah, it's also and also where it's like you should do something. It's like I. Actually, you're not going out of your way to like. Now that I've made money off of voices, I need more voices. Yeah. It's, like, it's the same way I feel about Delia, where people are like, "All oh, fucking Delia does is just like Germanize and this." And it's like he thinks it's funny, and, and it's, it's working, funny. and but it's no, working. No, but I don't. But fuck that, it's working. That's what Chris legitimately thinks is funny. 100. That's what you think is funny. I can. Everyone in the world. If they see the guy like I went out and got the paper or whatever your Chinese accent, I would no, like, no, that was a good one. No, that was really I good. You were doing what? Chris's accent. What? <laughs> no, but yeah, like Chris oh, did sound German. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I'm that was like, your Chinese accent. No, I it wasn't any accent. It's it wasn't a Jewish guy. An really accent. If you think I can't do accents, <laughs> yeah, everybody be cool. Uh, but you actually think that accents are funny? Like I can I think, picture you. I think cultures and 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 uh, the rest of the world is very funny to me. Yeah. The way the way people play their life around the world to me is all very funny because at the end of the day we all we're all doing the exact same shit. There's just a slight twist on whatever it is we're doing. Right. right. And do people and and do do you ever feel guilty about it? No, because I'm not 
I'm not fabricating these stories. Right. These are real things that are coming to but me. But also, you don't do stuff that's like, no, and no, that's no, why know, Chinese people are dumb. Right. It's no, not, I know. But know. again, like, I, as if I get in trouble for someone, uh, someone <laughs> Twittered me today. I'm doing San Francisco. There. Hey, you going to say the N word in San Francisco? Right. <laughs> and because I want to decide whether to get tickets or not. And I don't know if he wants me to say it or not. Right. Uh, but it's like I think I I my brain makes observations about black. Is the people. N word your get or done? Like yeah, you come out there yeah. and you <laughs> say the N word, and then you're yeah. like, thank and you. And it lights up behind me yeah. in in uh, in explode it like in fireworks behind me, and then I do voices. And the G's um. have little rims in them. <laughs> <laughs> They're spinning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but like I happen to, and a part of me was like, am I? I'm not trying to like. I'm trying to capitalize on on Chappelle show. I like literally. That's just what my brain thinks. It's of. more the reverse. It's like the right. Chappelle show game because that's what your brain. Yeah, because that's of. what my brain thinks. Of. Right. And, like I think about black dudes and girls. That's pretty much what I think about most of the time. Not most of the time of the day, but like that's what like, I think is. When funny. you're in bed, you think about I black just think guys. Of black dudes and girls. And you yeah. think about voices, and you think about sound clips, and I think <laughs> about the basic fundamentals of life and society, the poetics of politics. <laughs> Oh, I was making sorry, a... I kind of jumped in there. I get excited about ideas and I sort of jump in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Russell, you're uh, you're you're good people. Yeah, you You've are been good people. Been good people. No, for real, you are you're a, a good guy and a funny guy. Anybody that hasn't heard of him, if any of our champs haven't fucked with Russell yet, go fuck with Russell. I've never seen one. Are you doing uh, Staples or anything out here? I'm supposed to be doing Staples December seventh. Okay, but I think we have a. Uh... A scheduling conflict that day now. We do. Again, we. What's well, we, the, my people. What's he the, does have, he is a we. No, I know. Point. What's the schedule? What's the conflict? I don't, I don't know. I just heard Another this arena needs you? No, I, th- <laughs> I think they double booked or some shit or whatever. Fuck. And I think it's being moved to January now, so. So fuck with him and the staples for those LA folk. I want to, I'm, what I'm saying is I want to go see. Let's go. Although you, your special was from you the know, You know where you should come to, um, if you love hip hop, is the Barkley show. Because my after party is uh, just down the road in Brooklyn. And uh, DJ Premier is playing. Oh, great! And then, uh, and Black Moon is performing. Brand Nubian's performing. Brand Nubian. Large Professor, Ninth Wonder, OC, Craig G, Master Ace, inc- Melly Mel. Let's go! It's hilarious. Cool Herc will you be booked, there. And you're paying all those guys? No, those are all my buddies. I'll tell you the premiere story that I've got. We got. We're wrapping it up. But oh my God, the dog. Neil, your dog is destroying everything. Keith, come here. But I saw Premier one time. He was DJing in San Francisco. And I think he wasn't happy with the crowd or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he was talking about how much better the crowd was in Japan and stuff. And then he goes, he was like trying to be inspirational. He goes, yo, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you ain't shit. <laughs> and I just thought that is the worst message to give a person who looks <laughs> in the mirror and doesn't like what they see. He, yeah, that's no, that's not exactly like a suicide hotline operator. Like, you, you don't like yourself? Then fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Russell, thanks for coming if on the show. If you can't man. deal with rejection, get the fuck out. <laughs> you might be Nobody a Nobody loves you. <laughs>